Good morning, it's Pastor Chris with Soul Revival, also known as New Beginnings Morning Podcast. Hope everyone had a great and wonderful 4th of July and uh, is all rested up and ready to get back to it this week. Um, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer this morning, then we're going to talk something this week. Uh, I think maybe even the rest of the week we're going to touch on Christian ethics. Okay. Yeah, there is a, such a thing. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for a, a day to extra day to rest this week. And, Lord, I just um, I pray that you will bless our ministry and you know our needs and you know our struggles. And, Lord, I just pray that you bring people that you know we need um, remove people that you know are not good for our ministry. Uh, but Lord, uh, we just, we, we know that it's your will, your way and your time. And we're okay with that. That's what we want, Lord. And I just pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. All right. So Christian ethics, they, uh, uh Christians, we, we have a different name for it. It's called moral theology. And uh, it's kind of a, a, a multifaceted ethical system. And, it, you know, uh, we're supposed to be morally ethic. And uh, the Christian ethics also incorporates some of the natural laws. And uh, it's built on a belief that is very uh, nature of humans created in the image of God and capable of moral and morality and uh, cooperation, um, rationality, discernment, and so on, uh, you know, as we're created in, in God's image, we have to be capable of this morality. Um, and that informs us that how life should be lived. As I've, I've stated many a times, the Bible is our instruction manual. And, uh, you know, we have to... Uh, we have to be morally correct. And really another way of saying morally correct is that we have to be righteous. You know, the Lord speaks about it um, a lot in the Bible. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> even when Peter uh, was being spoke to in Matthew 17, and it says in verse 24, uh, let's see, verse 24 through 27 is what I'm reading. When they arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the half shekel, which was a temple tax, went up to Peter and said, Do not your teacher pay the half shekel? Peter answered, Yes. And when he came home, Jesus spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Simon? <clears throat> from who do earthly rulers collect duties or taxes from? their sons or strangers. When Peter said from strangers, Jesus said to him, then the sons are exempt from taxation. However, so that we do not offend them, listen to that, however, so that we do not offend them, go to the sea and throw in a hook and take the first fish that comes up and when you open its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take it, and give it to them. In other words, go pay the temple tax for you and me. And, you know, guys, uh, 
we have to we have to understand that okay so we don't we don't we have to live in the world right but we don't have to be of the world right okay and so that means we still have to um, abide by the worldly laws unless they just totally come against Christ. Um, you know, we have to pay our taxes. We have to, um, well, for example, we in the Old Testament, we had laws and we had civil laws. And civil laws is, you know, the government the the state whatever um and god didn't you know jesus did not free us from those laws he freed us from the ceremonial laws um the the civil laws goes right along with our ethics i mean uh even in mark 12 17 most of you have heard the saying when jesus told them to look at the coin and whose picture was on the coin and they said Caesar's, and he said Jesus said to them, "Then pay to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and God to the things that are God's." And you know they they were greatly amazed at him. This goes all the way back to um, the Old Testament when they were talking about if you uh, sit down to eat and someone's a vegetarian, don't sit there and eat meat in front of them that offend them. We're supposed to try to get along with the world i guess you would say um society um but most but but really it's just the laws you know it's the laws we're supposed to abide by the laws but as a christian we also don't want to offend people um and and when i say that that that, i know y'all are saying but pastor chris you preach the truth and that offends people well that's the gospel and that's being righteous. And that has nothing to do with um, the government and the governmental laws. Now, the Lord's on the move, guys. And and he's already given us two victories this year. One was, you know, Roe versus Wade being overturned. And the second one has been letting prayer back in school. And so we have to still follow the law. And if we're to be in the image of God, we have to be morally and righteously correct to function in this world. So this is something that I'm seeing a lot of problems with, a lot of problems in the church with. And uh, man, it's, it's a lot of young people, a lot of the young people. So maybe tomorrow we'll just we'll just look at what morally correct looks like. We'll get into that this week. Uh, and I want to say this before I go, guys. Sin. We're all going to sin, but when you're constantly doing the same sin over and over repetitively, and you know that it's wrong in God's eyes and you have an intimate and personal relationship with Christ, I can't say you're saved. I can't truly say by looking at the fruits 
of your spirit that you're truly saved. And that's a big controversial thing in, in theology and among pastors. They're always preaching on uh, once saved, always saved. Well, there's a lot of people claiming to be saved, but they still living in sin that they know is wrong. If that don't bring you conviction, you're not saved. I understand we're all going to sin. We're all going to slip up. We're all going to mess up once in a while. But if you continue to do something that you know is either A, making you look bad as a Christian, but B, making all other Christians look bad, being a hypocrite, C, just doing anything that you know is an abomination to God or goes against what God wants or how Jesus plan for you to live out your life. You got to look in the mirror at these things and you got to ask yourself, am I righteous? Am I morally correct? And if not, you need to get right with God about it. Because most of the people out there are looking to persecute Christians anyway. And when you're being a hypocrite, that's just adding gas for their fire. That's just putting gas on the fire for them to burn you at the stake. So you got to look. And and I'm one that says, I don't care what other people think. Well, when it comes to my reputation as a pastor and my reputation as a follower of Christ, then, yeah, I do, I do care about what other people think. And I have to ask myself, am I being Christ-like? And that's what I want you to do today. Look at yourself and ask yourself, are you being Christ-like or are you just doing what you want to do. Is this your will or is this God's will? Biggest question you can ask. I hope it's you want to do God's will because he thinks you're precious. And remember, God loves you. I love you. There ain't nothing you can do about it. Just go make it a great day. Peace out.